Hello, folks, and welcome to the Metallica Report. I'm Stefan Shirazi, editor of the band So What magazine. And I'm Renee Richardson, director of philanthropy for Metallica's foundation, all within my hands. This is your official weekly Metallica podcast, the only inside source, bringing you all the news from the band's HQ and studios deep in the heart of Northern California. This week, we're going to sit back, relax, and enjoy some of the highlights of these first 20 episodes of the Metallica Report, from Lars and that iPod to Kirk catching waves. And let's not forget James' love of a music festival. Plus, we're going to hear from Roberto telling us about his Christmas holiday plans. We're all invited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine if we all showed up. Uh, now that we calf. know what you're doing, buddy. We'll <laughs> now we there. know what you're doing, Rob. We're going to be there. All of us. All of us. Before we do anything, Renee, I want to tell you about a gig I saw a few days ago in Albany, California, at a club called the Ivy Room. Yes. And it featured, yeah, you know what I'm getting I into I love here. that place, yep. This gig featured one of our good friends, Avi Vinoka, and another of our good friends, Dana Lindstrom. Avi, of course, was a runner for Metallica and has become their acoustic invitee for live gigs. And Dana is still a runner here at HQ. All right. I got to say, once again, the FOMO that has kicked in <laughs> because you went to that, that, that show, Bad Night Texas and Milk for the Angry. I'm, I, am, yeah. I have to say it this way because it's total East Bay. I'm hella jealous. <laughs> As you should be. As you should be. By the way, Bad Night Texas is the heavy metal take of Good Night Texas, which is Avi's band. And Milk for the Angry, Dana's band. Now, I got to know from you, Steph, what you thought, because the last time I saw them was pre-pandemic at Perry's in Fairfax, California. Wow. And I was just, because, you know, Dana's kind of a mellow guy, and I was like, what am I watching here? What what did you think of them? They're like a psychedelic, grungy, punky, poppy, toppy, spacey, groovy (laughs) kind of vibe. They've got these electric riff outbursts, and then they've got some super spacey uh, spaces too. Your fingers should be at the ready out there. You should be Googling these guys you should be checking them out on your favorite streaming platforms they are available and if they come by your town go now yes that obviously goes for bad night's cousins good night texas too yeah like i said super jealous but now i gotta know are you ready for christmas my friend is the season <laughs> i actually put some lights up as you do though i couldn't really think of a metallica christmas song unless you count that that kind of i think it's weird that mashup for whom the bell tolls but all i want for christmas is you It's out there. It's on YouTube. People seem to like it. I was reading some of the reviews and I was like, I don't know. I just don't get it. So yeah, there's that. But other than that, I I didn't come up with any other Metallica Christmas songs. No, no, you're right. I mean, YouTube's full of things that are out there. Oh, you mean it's (laughs) out there available. Yeah, it's also out there too. And yeah, it's it's a strange one. And, you know, you got me thinking like, you know, this band maybe is unfairly not associated with Christmas. That's right. So let's try and change that in the next minute or so, shall we? I'm going to nominate a Christmas song and I'm going to go with Blackened because it most likely best reflects my attempts over the years to cook a decent Christmas dinner uh, that always ends up kind of Cajun style, I like to call it. (laughs) Get it? He burns the food. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm going to go just on song titles alone that make me think Christmas. Jump in the fire. Come on, Santa. That's what he's going to do. And then clearly hit the lights, right? Hit the lights. You're turning on the lights around. And as a matter of fact, maybe Kill Em All is actually a Christmas record. And there you have it, folks. The recently discovered classic Christmas album by Metallica, Kill Em All, complete with festive Santa colored sleeve. Got to live like this, 
All right. So let's settle back. Mm-hmm. Maybe pour ourselves a blackened here mm-hmm. to enjoy the moment of looking back at 20 episodes. Yeah, we've had 20 episodes with all of you out there. I hope you're all going to enjoy some much-deserved downtime as you sink into the seasonal festivities. And we thought it'd be fun to revisit some of the highlights so far. Uh, It's like a greatest clip sort of vibe, I think you'd call this show. Yeah, and uh, there was so much good stuff. I mean, mad props to you, Steph, for for always being in the right place with that microphone of yours. So let's just dive in and listen back. Yeah, let's kick things off. Uh, Look, there was that moment in Arlington, Texas, after a particularly grueling rehearsal the night before the first Dallas M72 Seasons gig, when Lars answered a question from Bob in Louisville at 1.30 in the morning and got all blue on us and even got his iPod out. You wanna? I'm going through a blue oyster cult phase right now and getting into what, what happens to me is I get into different stuff of different artists at different times. And right now, my go-to early Blue Oyster Cult record has been Secret Treaties for years. And I just, in the last week or two, have been digging into Tyranny and Mutation, which has got Hot Rails to Hell, Seven Screaming Disbusters, The Red and the Black. So I'll have to say Albert Burchard, who's the drummer and one of the primary songwriters in Blue Oyster Cult. And he actually sings lead on a bunch of the songs. He was actually one of the first singing drummers. So my tip to you, Bob, in Louisville would be go check out some of the early Blue Oyster Cult records. Get into a little Tyranny Mutation, but the fallback early Blue Oyster Cult album is always Secret Treaties with ME-262, Dominance, Submission, Career of Evil, Harvester of Eyes, The Subhuman, but the best one... And I'll say it again, as I said at the time, if you thought Blue Oyster Cult was all don't fear the Reaper and that's all they had, indeed, it is not true. Now, keeping with enthusiastic band members, let's revisit what James said about the October Power Trip Festival down at the Empire Polo Club in Indio, California. It's so freaking cool to have your own compound at a festival for all the days of the festival, you know? We show up, go rehearse, and then go out there and watch Iron Maiden. I mean, how cool is that? So for me, there's a lot of inspiration in every single band that's played here. Every single one of those bands have been a part of our childhood and our upbringing and our Metallica adventure. So it's really cool to be a part of this. And uh, we used to hang out a bunch together in the early days, you know, like at all the festivals we would go to and hang out, you know, yeah, we would play early on and then get to watch all the other bands after. And we would hang out. It kind of felt like that again. Obviously, it was a different day, but we're all here hanging out. And it's really fun. It's really fun to see we're fans at the end of the day. We wanted to be in the mix and see it. So it's been a fantastic weekend. <laughs> James is indeed just a giant fan child at heart. Totally. And you see that sparkle in his eyes when he's talking about moments like that. And I saw that same sparkle at MetLife Stadium back in August after myself and many thousands of others had just been clouted by a surprise shower of rather large beach balls. I love the chaos on the stage of them 
it's got a club vibe in a way where, you know, like watching that show last night, a little bit like, you never know what's gonna happen. And I love that. Someone's gonna hit a ball and it's gonna knock a mic over and then I gotta go over here. Or I stop playing and I pick it up or the drum kit gets crushed by one. You know, what do you do? Okay, you, you battle on and it's kind of fun. I think it's, it's exciting that we, we created this chaos and we're in it along with them. And it's, it's pretty entertaining. And you know, a bunch of beach balls bouncing around in a stadium sounds like a great idea. Um, is it? Who knows? Uh, but it is fun. You know, there's 72 beach balls bouncing around right now. And for as hard as these guys work, they definitely have a lot of fun. We get to see it all the time, whether on stage or not. They're youthful in their approach to the world and their their spirits are pretty freewheeling. I mean, you can hear it when Kirk talks about his approach to surfing. You know, if it's like 12 foot waves, I'll go, OK, let's go. <laughs> let's do it. Let's go. You know, bad at risk risk assessment when I'm in the water. Really bad risk assessment. Oh, I'm always pushing it. I'm always pushing it. I'm reckless about it. You know, I'm just like, yeah, let's go for it. You know, if something happens, oh, well, it happens. It was it was meant to happen. You know, I'm, I'm all about going out and charging. And, you know, it's not really the, the, the most sensible thing to do. But I can't help myself because my enthusiasm for surfing is so great. And I feel like, yeah, I'll take that on. I'll take on the responsibility of maybe getting thrown in the, 10 feet in the air or getting pounded by a whole set of waves or being held under for like over a minute. I'll, I'll take that on if it means I can get a killer wave. Yeah, I am definitely a seeker. I am definitely a seeker. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. And we are back. 
And why stop with surfing? Uh, because <laughs> Kirk in 2023 is just such a free-flowing spirit that it's been impossible not to look at him and marvel at how he manages to live so much in the moment. I mean, seriously, most people see phrases like, you know, live in the moment. They see him on a fortune cookie or a meme or whatever. But this guy's doing it. He is doing it on a daily basis. And uh, just to underscore that, check this out as he talks about his approach to the guitar solo on Shadows Follow. I decided that I, I'm not going to play the solo to Shadows, uh, Shadows Follow anymore. So every time we play that song, it's going to be a friggin' different solo every single time. Like completely starting from scratch. You know, every time we play it, I don't know what the heck I'm going to play. And that's going to be the one song that I, I do that in 100%. And I'm actually, it turns the song into something else for me, you know, it turns the song into like, uh, okay, let's see what, what's right behind, uh, you know, this curtain kind of thing, you know, what's right around this corner, what's underneath this rock. Let's find out with 60,000 people right now, <laughs> you know, and I love it. I love it because it's a real creative challenge. And when I can pull it off. I feel like I've, 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 I've achieved something great. Every time I hear that, I both laugh at the approach and agree with the mindset and the result. Like we could all do with a bit more of that trust in ourselves and the universe for that matter. Meanwhile, it was interesting to listen back to the start of M72 in North America and hear Rob Trujillo sketch out the initial concept for what we all saw grow into a jam spot with Rob and Kirk. We're going to do this. We're going to take original ideas that we have or that we've prepared or that we've thought about, and we're going to jam these out and create the blueprints and present them for the first time to the Metallica audience. And they've got to be about 90 seconds long. So it's kind of like taking a composition that's brand new and original. It could be a punk composition. It could be, you know, rooted in funk rock, you know, with, with a nice bass line, you know, something that's going to get the head bopping. It could be a thrash oriented. So the rules vary. There are none really, but but it's got to be a, you know, just because that's how we're wired, we want it to be special and we want it to be composed and do the best we can to keep it fresh and exciting. And, and again, Kirk and I are playing this stuff and getting it ready literally 20 minutes before we go on stage. So you're capturing a moment and um, experiencing something like you would from a street musician. You know, hey, we're here to play for you. Don't forget to tip the hat there that you see on the sidewalk. <laughs> And before we wrap up this revisit of some of our favourite moments, please allow me to publicly thank Rob for accommodating me <laughs> in his gig getaway van throughout M72 in 2023 and even delivering a few instant reflections in his bathrobe in said vehicle. I mean, he even did a redo of one of them because he muffled too much when he was recording it. I mean, this is the dedication. What a top man. I mean, so I'm, I'm serious. From this, I mean, a feral grunting roar on April 27th on the opening night to a post power trip reaction with family also in the van this guy has been there for me throughout so look check out this example from arlington texas when again let me emphasize he had just walked off stage from a gig which went to over 50 countries via a theater broadcast and the first person he sees is me so that had to have been one of our best freaking shows in ages mate it was like I don't know, man. We were we were on fire. Felt really good. Tempos were great. 
starts and stops were solid. I had one snafu on the hardware, but it's okay. It's my first one ever. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm allowed. <laughs> but uh, what a fun show, man. Texas is always bringing it. It's one of the special places on this earth for, uh, for Metallica. I can't believe like 20 episodes has completely flown by. And we should say a special thanks to the guys for always being with us every week. And also to you out there for listening so regularly and enthusiastically. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And look, in case you're new to this pod, take a trip back through the episodes because these are weekly windows into the world of Metallica. And as you'll hear regularly uh, into the thoughts of Lars, James Kirk and Rob too. Uh, Remember to subscribe if you haven't. And hey, if you know a Metallica fan who does not listen to us, get them to subscribe too. It'll be your coolest holiday gift for them yet. (laughs) (laughs) Guess why I said that? Because it doesn't cost anything to get people to subscribe. Just press that button and you're with us forever. So as we've established, Christmas is upon us. I'm sure we all have plans involving family and friends and general festivities. But after our very own Rob Trujillo chat last week about his appearance on Getty Lee's show, I got to wondering what a guy like him gets up to on Christmas Day. Well, usually Christmas Eve will be the night that we get everyone together. So Chloe's side of the family, most of them have moved from Paris to uh, Southern California, very close to where we live. So that makes things fun and convenient. Usually on Christmas Day, it's a little more chill. You know, I'll, I'll hang out with my dad, try to make that day more of a leisure day. We Believe it or not, we used to travel on Christmas Day because no one would be traveling. So we go to like Hawaii or something <laughs> and hang out there for two weeks. I think this year we're going to keep it close to home. You know, for me, being away so much this past year, I actually am looking forward to being home. As I said at the top of the pod, you're all invited to the Trujillos. So, uh, Rob, get those extra tables and chairs out. We're all showing up. That's me and you too, Renee. That's our holidays sorted, right? Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) And happy holidays to everyone on this wonderful planet from Steph and I. Thanks for listening. And why don't we leave the final festive word of this pod to Mr. Trujillo. Our host for the holiday season. (laughs) I'd like to send a message to our wonderful audience out there. I just want to say happy holidays, Merry Christmas, get your New Year's resolutions in order, and hopefully you'll attack them with a vengeance. Be safe and uh, be merry. Make sure that after you've eaten so much that you allow yourself time to relax and walk it off somewhere, the park, I don't know. Anyway, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all that stuff. See you soon. The Metallica Report is produced by Metallica HQ, Pantheon Media, and Pop Cult. If you like what we're doing here, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. 
Be sure to visit Metallica.com slash podcast to submit your questions, offer your thoughts, and become a part of this podcast. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.